0: Listening, no, you're listening to the buns.com podcast network. <laughs> buns, buns, buns. Hello, lovers. Welcome to You Gotta Love It, the show where you tell us and the rest of the world the things that you love that we might have missed, the show where you can come to discover the best things you never knew existed. And the show where you can force us to sit through the worst entertainment you can find and say, well, you got to love it. My name is Koji. I am a part-time online troll, uh, especially when it comes to Andrew, and full-time Reddit user. I think those two go hand in hand. And with me, as always, is my good friend... And Crystal Master, Andrew Patterson. Hello. So, little change up. I know last week we said we were going to do... Um, uh, Emoji th- Movie. And The Big Sick. But that's on hold for a week because I didn't realize that... The internet that, broke. Yeah. Because of EA. Battlefront 2 came out and everyone lost their collective minds. Like loot crates and came in on my birthday, pay to play, and all this nonsense. Yeah, um, yeah. How was your birthday, by the way? It's great. Had some barbecue, that was delicious. Delicious Mm -hmm. barbecue. Did some racing sim. I was so bad at that. I am not a good sim racer. Yeah, I'm definitely more of a really
1: good though. I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, it was like a I'm more of an arcade guy. Yeah, I think when it comes down to it, my favorite thing was racing uh, the Indy cars on the Nurburgring, the 21-minute race that we did.
0: Not not Indy F1.
1: Were they F1 cars? I'm pretty sure that class was Indianapolis Indy cars. Oh, were they? Yeah.
0: I thought they were F1s. When were we doing X class? Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're 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 getting into the weeds of this, but yeah, it was it was really cool, and just like the way they hug the road, like you really get feedback from it. So Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It was cool. Shout out to race sim one. Not Racism one
1: Not Racism1, but Racism one Great spot. Check it out if you're in the city. Um, yeah, there was a lot of controversy, and uh, I think the reason we picked this, as you gotta love it, besides the fact that the resulting fallout uh, led to the most downvoted Reddit post of, of all, all time, time. Uh, was that I didn't really think it was a big deal. I was basically like, as Koji several times in the last week described me as an EA apologist, I was like, I don't know. It sounds like <laughs> what these people are largely upset about ties into, you know, it's just another age of instant gratification. People are like, I, you know, if I pay for this uh, this game, yeah, I want to be able to do all this stuff, right? You know, like as soon as possible or, you know, I want the, you know, people were, were nitpicking the progression system. And I, under, I did. I legitimately understood where the complaints were coming from, but as I kind of responded, I was like, "I'm the kind of guy who will spend several years 100% a Gran Turismo game. So, like, a long road to like unlock powerful abilities. Yeah, this, I know it has to do with the people being able to buy it, but again, just I find generally the way these games work, that's still a very small percentage of people. And I didn't necessarily think, well, again, this was all before playing the game, um, that the the worry that people were saying it wasn't going to be competitive because people were going to buy their way to superiority because they'd have no other choices would take them too long otherwise i think i was just like yeah but i feel like that's a small really small percentage of people that are going to do that especially after the release of the game you know and uh it's always the case that there's sort of like a there's always going to be people
0: my so my issue with it wasn't it wasn't so much like i actually appreciate games that force you to grind it out Mm -hmm. Like, um, I know I've probably talked about this with you, and I don't know if it was on the show, but there's this game called Path of Neo, which takes you through all of the Matrix style games. I'm sure I've talked about this on the yeah. show, but uh, <clears throat> to, de- to determine the difficulty, you are in a like the sim that they initially put Neo in, and you are f- you fight like first, you fight you know, uh, just whatever street thugs or something, and eventually you know, the the enemies get harder and harder. And where you die is the difficulty level of the game. And, like, we grinded out for, like, two days to see how high we could get, like, if there was an end to it. And there was an end to it. Like, you fight Smith, and then when you beat Smith, it's like, okay, you, like, are on godlike difficulty, and then the rest of the game is just, like, super hard. But by the time you've grinded it out that long, it's not that hard. Like, your skill level matches that of the difficulty of the game. And I appreciate that. So mm-hmm. my issue was more about um, what you could potentially pay to unlock, or what it, what you unlock, and and how that might affect gameplay. And I'm it's hard to to answer. We'll get into that when we talk about the game, because mm-hmm. first we got to start with the hidden gem, right? Which is the VR experience for the Pixar movie Coco. That's kind of confusing. That's a mouthful, but you know maybe you can explain a little.
1: Yeah, it's essentially. Um <clears throat> it's like a promotional experience vr experience for pixar's new feature-length film i didn't know anything about it i didn't know it existed until koji was like yo this is a thing That's if you have an oculus
0: rift or a or vr gear, gear vr or whatever it's called samsung gear
1: yeah it's free yeah so you can highly recommend it i thoroughly enjoyed it and i only played it played it i experienced it for it's not really a game it's just kind of like a. You're moving through the environments. Uh, it kind of is like an intro, a bit of an introduction to a couple of the characters, an introduction to the world. But it's like a pretty in-depth experience. There's like yeah. a lot of different things that you can do. This is
0: well, okay. So, couple things. Really interesting. For well, first of all, uh, Pixar's first VR experience, not Disney's first, but Pix- Pixar's first. Mm-hmm. And uh, your play through the game. It was interesting because I was like, "Oh, we're the same kind of gamer." Because the first thing you did after you went out of the house is went and took a photo of yourself, and you were like, "Hey!" And uh, for those of you who can't see, which is everybody, <laughs> it's like me giving the finger guns to like the camera, and you get like a picture that you can save. Mm-hmm. I did the exact same thing, and then I went up to up the elevator. I uh, threw some paper airplanes off the balcony, which you didn't. But when you went up the elevator, I'm like, "Oh, that's funny that we took that same path up the elevator." And when I got to the guitars and I couldn't get any further, I was like, oh, I guess this is where it ends. I'm going to go back down. Yeah. But you found uh, uh, a point that you could move to, like a train
1: mm-hmm. that took you onto
0: a stage where you like did a little dance routine. Yeah.
1: And, and they also were asking me to scream. They're like, yell it out, like scream, how like a wolf. And I screamed and they're like, oh, that wasn't very good. Oh, really? Yeah. Before the dance. And then he's like, all right, let's dance.
0: See, so what I did is I went back downstairs, uh, wandered around a bit found an art gallery mm. that I went in. And so for me, this was the highlight, the art gallery.
1: Yeah, I would have liked to gone in there. Uh,
0: you know, I, I'm sure we can play through it at some point. But the reason why I liked that, some, well, a couple of reasons. But the reason why I liked that so much was because uh, you would go up to piece the like, paintings or whatever you want to call them in this VR experience, and you'd tap a button on a speaker and it would, you know, give you a curated experience. It would It would explain to you... Uh, like a, as a, a guided tour what each thing was but it really felt like a proper gallery experience and the pieces that they were showing me some of it was like behind the scenes and concept art from the game uh, from the movie excuse me but some of it was also just classic uh I don't know day of the dead style art that it, that exists in the world and it was explained to me the history of it and it really for the first time showed me like oh wait what if someone just like mapped like uh the doof? Yeah, in like a total VR experience and you just got to see like I mean obviously it's not the same as seeing the art mm-hmm. picture perfect, but like imagine it like so right now the 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 Oculus is 720p, but imagine like a 4K experience because it's going to get there, right? Yeah. So imagine a 4K experience where you're walking around this like picture perfect museum. How yeah. crazy
1: would that be? Be insane. Or like a science center or, or, or a, uh, like a museum. Yeah. Like a, you know, of natural history or something. Like it'd be incredible.
0: But at the end of this gallery, there's this like little stool that I could, or this desk that I could go up to. And in this, in this Coco experience, you are a skeleton. Yeah. So like I, I, physically took my head off put it on the table and was able to paint it pa- paint it like one of those like uh sugar yeah, skulls like sugar or skull, it, yeah and uh the best part about it is as i was talking to like andrew in the real world my skull that was on this table was was the mouth was moving in yeah. time with my speech
1: yeah like like it was, a mic was picking it up it seemed like you didn't notice that at first and elise no. and i were like yo the mouth is moving and then you like put the took the head off put it back on the little bench yeah. and kept talking yeah it was great <laughs> yeah but it you know it was really nice it was like a very um it reminded me a lot of the sort of uh warm fuzzy nostalgic feelings i have of like a place like disney world when i was like a kid like yeah. it, it it's just a really warm experience it, re- it literally was like stepping into a pixar movie and like it does feel like a Disney World kind of ride, it's whereas amazing.
0: like as you're waiting in line for the ride, like there's shit is stuff, still going stuff on all and,
1: around. Yeah, it's amazing. The music, the sound, like it was just a really. Um, it worked too because halfway through your experience, you were like, "Oh, now I really want to see this movie." Yeah, it completely so, worked. I mean, I wanted to see it before, but like, I guess I just wasn't really super jacked up. Um, you know, I didn't. I actually still haven't seen Finding Dory. As soon as Pixar started making kind of more sequels, I, other than Toy Story 3, I trailed off a little bit. I was like a Pixar loyalist for Is a this very a long sequel? Time. But It's not a sequel. This movie? Yeah. No. I just meant like, they were like Cars 1, Cars 2, Cars oh, 3, yeah, yeah, Toy yeah. Story 3, Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, and I was at Monsters University. And I kind of, I remember there was a point a long time ago where I believe John Lasseter like was quoted as saying that they weren't going to do that.
0: That's interesting. I've never seen a Pixar sequel. You've
1: never seen Toy Story two or three?
0: Oh, that's not okay. That's true. I've seen the Toy Stories. That's it, though. Yeah, none I of the haven't other. I've seen seasons. Cars
1: two or Finding Dory yet. Yeah, but um. Anyway, it, I don't know if I've seen Toy's three. Uh, it's a real tearjigger. It'll fuck you up, man. I don't remember. if It I've is seen, amazing. No, no. It's incredible. It's like each one of those movies was better than the last, in my opinion. It's just amazing. Does um, Andy have a kid or something? In no, three. Toy Story three is about him. Uh, like going to university or something. Yeah, he's going to university and okay, I might have seen it. it just like it, really, they really capture in all of those movies. You know, there's this this crazy narrative going on, but each one really captures like a moment in. I mean, I wouldn't say everybody's life, because like obviously, but you know what I mean. I think almost everyone can relate to those you get older and like you grow out of things and yeah. it's like you as an audience, you're very attached to these characters, but it makes you almost nostalgic for maybe things in your real life where you were like, you know, I grew out of this or it was time to move on from something. Mm-hmm. and some could be something as simple as a toy and it just sort of like really, really hit home. But anyway, this, this experience has a lot of those warm feelings that Pixar is just so good at nailing. And uh, I I was honestly, I was like, you know, like, This is just like a little free thing, but if I had the money right now to buy, like, a a nice rig and an Oculus, I would hope that Pixar and Disney and more movies make experiences like this. Because, like, it just made me think when I was, like, looking at how gorgeous, like, when I was on the tram, like, moving through that environment, I was like, imagine Monsters, Inc., you know, like, the door, the door factory, like, the, which I'm surprised hasn't been made into a roller coaster yet, or, like, being in the Incredibles or just so you know, like just it, the people that are so adept at cra- at like world building, uh, in such a creative, um, I don't know. Like it just, it's sweet. It was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I,
0: uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. I would say for anyone who doesn't already have an Oculus or a PSVR or a HTC Vive, hmm Maybe wait, and I only say that because like the experiences that we're having are amazing, mm-hmm. but at this point tip, how how tip far the iceberg like yeah, how far off are we from the next generation, do you think, like a year, two years let's just say let's say two years, mm-hmm. in two years' time, it's going to be so much better because like the ex- what we had was amazing but but it's not like I said, it's not four k. It's it's you know it like it looks good but you and it it's amazing because you've never had a VR experience like this before but at the same time you already know that it's going to be better like you know that right so yeah. I, I would say that i wouldn't invest in it now i would wait i mean i i got one slightly early so i was lucky but i would suggest you know wait a little while maybe find somebody who has one or i don't know friday
1: who knows or i mean boxing day maybe there'll be some discounts you get like a well there's
0: a crazy there is a um crazy deal coming up for it is getting cheaper like the the oculus with the touch controllers i think is like 350 us or something and the psvr is like 300 bucks that's
1: not bad gotta get on board man that's not bad gotta get on board
0: but uh, I would say if you are holding out, hold out for at least one more, the next generation, because it's going to be HD. Who knows? It might be like totally wireless. Then the world's your oyster.
1: Yeah. There's going to be people walking around on the street getting hit by buses and stuff wearing Oculuses.
0: Well, they'll have like cameras in the front. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so you, you recommend it, you give it. Yeah two
1: thumbs uh two thumbs, thumbs up. Way up yeah it was great two, two skeleton stars. thumbs up yeah which i did cons- constantly put them in front of my face
0: i'm i'm actually very curious to see if pixar will release like a i mean this was like a fun promo for something but i wonder if they would will are, or are planning to release a standalone
1: vr entity you know it would be cool to see the pixar shorts and the disney shorts mm-hmm. done for vr you know, like yeah. I I know that's like a lot of money and time and work would go into cr- creating something like that. Yeah, but like that's the kind of content that would sell me, sell me a VR unit. You know what I mean? I know, I like that's not everybody is going to spend that kind of money, but like just what? thinking about the stuff that they do, yeah, it would be so incredible for, like you said, like this is not that crazy of an experience. The mechanics, like it's not like insane, but it was well crafted enough and polished enough that I was like, Oh man, like shorts, like a four or five minute short, but yeah. like that you experience, like you're the one that's moving through. Have you narrative. tried the it's rabbit like, one? Fuck, It'd be amazing. No. With the aliens that come and invade and you're like a little rabbit.
0: No. Oh, I'll well I'll show you that at some point. It's kind of fun. Cool. And you like, look at your little rabbit paws. Uh, also there's the, Blade Runner 2049 Dream Crafter or whatever, a uh, Memory Crafter. Which, what? Which I haven't gotten yet, How but we could have try it. not told me about that immediately? Yeah. It, that's also free. Um, okay. So VR is cool, and we endorse uh, this Coco experience. Yeah, it's great. Now, on to something that most people don't endorse is the Battlefront 2 experience. Hmm. Uh you're going to hear us play it for a little bit with our buddy George who came over. He's a fan of the first one, so he wanted to try the second one. So I'll put that in right now. Uh for That's anyone fine. who doesn't know, there's a big a bit of a controversy surrounding this game because of loot boxes and <laughs> buying credits, no, buying crystals. crystals.
1: Progression mechanics are
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, so essentially what we're talking about is if you've ever played sort of a free to play with microtransaction cell phone game before, it's kind of got that sort of thing in the Battlefront 2. So people say, I mean, none of us here have played it, right? Correct. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to give it a try. This is kind of a, you got to love it because everyone is very upset at EA, stocks plummeting, Pre-sales, can- uh, pre pre-orders canceling,
1: except for me yet, which is why this is on the on the show. I basically Koji was just bombarding me with every article that came out and all the Reddit posts and telling me how ridiculous it was. And the whole time I was just like, I mean, okay, you know, I still wasn't really worried. So we're about to play the game to see if I should have been worried. Yeah, essentially. Ad-
0: admittedly, I did not play a lot of the first one. I know that uh, you and George have yeah. ex- experience. I'm with. still
1: playing
2: the first one. <laughs> yeah. You? The first one got way too hard, way too quick. In the sense that everybody else got good apart from me. So <laughs> my ability my ability plateaued pretty quickly, and then that was it for me. Well, yeah. we'll see. Because uh, maybe
0: you can just invest money into this one and then be way too good. Pay way to win. Too I like
1: it. Pay to win. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. It's interesting. While we just wait for the last couple seconds of it to install, like I guess for me, I I can agree. I can. I don't agree, but I I do see the other perspectives and the viewpoints, and I I get a lot of the points. It's just not really like. I haven't really run into too many cases in my history gaming where, uh, I've felt, that people that are in a position to pay to win, so to speak, have an unfair advantage. Like a good example, I know it's different because. Just the the mechanics behind the progression, but a game like Madden, you know, like out of the gates, if you wanted to, you could invest forty to eighty dollars in just buying pro packs until you had a bunch of gold players on your team to take online. And I never really, even though I find Madden online very challenging because there's a lot of good players, I never felt like, even though I hadn't done that and I didn't have the same caliber of players that I was at, like a you know, I could be in a situation where I was at a disadvantage, but like the nature of that game and the strategy and the skill involved, like just because somebody buys their way to having like, you know, Cam Newton, you know, and Madden 15 or something like I could, and I still had like all bronze players. I could still get well, touchdowns. That's you know? a, like,
0: that's a, that's an interesting question though. It depends on how weighted the upgrades are, right? Like how, totally. how, uh, how much it actually affects the game.
1: What is happening here?
2: Cause in this, you get heroes through. Oh, we're starting. We're booting it up. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you get do. cards to earn heroes, right? Put that mic right up to me, that seems like it. Because I remember if yeah, you got get, Darth Vader. Get close. Oh, if you had Darth Vader last time, like... Yeah, it was terrifying, it Yeah, amazing. I love that. So, so if it, people can pay to get Darth Vader
1: endlessly or Darth Maul or whoever else. Well, but, like it won't, but it won't now. allow more than one per match, though, is the other thing. Like, that's what I was just trying to say, like... Unless you're playing hero mode. What were the yeah, cards that, called last like, time? Like the, That's fine, though, because that mode is... That's what that's about. Yeah, I it, just mean if you're playing, like, a 20 versus 20... It's not like just because some people paid to get Darth Vader. You're just constantly going to be seeing Darth Vader. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it would be the same as people that unlocked those heroes naturally. Like, it's not like...
0: If there is such a ability. Alright, so now we are going through the privacy policy here. I imagine it says that EA is... Uh, you give permission for to open your bank account and allow them to... Periodically take small portions of money out of said bank account on a regular basis. Did not get a chance to read it, but that is just the assumption. Okay. I'm
2: surprised, Andrew, you don't actually read it all. I thought that might be your smart. thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Part of his completionist nature is to read the entire <laughs> privacy policy. All right. Now we got the intro going. It's looking pretty good. You know. I would say visually this game is, oh, an untold Star Wars story. That's the name of the campaign. Then we have arcade mode. Uh, you are offline. Connect for more features. Yeah, let's do that. Let's connect for more features. Okay. So we're about to get a taste of it. Ooh. You just skip by a bunch of menus. So as it starts, uh, because Andrew does not have a microphone, uh, we have Boba Fett as a hero. We have Bosque, Han Solo we have lando calrissian darth Maul, uh yoda ray the uh, millennium falcon uh i don't know the, the a tie bomber han solo and chewbacca millennium falcon not the oh yeah han solo chewbacca millennium falcon not the ray uh, Rey. uh oh, okay so we have darth Maul's ship we have slave one boba Fett's boba fet ship uh, darth vader's uh, tie bomber um Whoa, Yoda has a spacecraft. Yoda's yeah. a, I don't know, some some sort of light Interceptor. Yeah, okay, an X-wing. Poe Dameron's X-wing, no less.
1: One, one thing that X-wing. I should mention that I think will also factor into this is that a lot of the complaints came from early access players, and I don't actually know how much of this reflects like the results of those complaints or the difference between the launch edition and the early access. Because, for example, like. The whole thing, people being like, "It's going to take me forever to unlock Darth Vader." I was under the impression that none of these were unlocked, but for me, me, like right out of the gates, like I don't know if they changed this, but it's like a fighting game. Like this is sweet. I like you know. Anyway, that's just what I wanted to chime in. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, Andrew's an EA apologist, I should say, but no, no. I mean, I was also under the impression that uh, you would have you would start with nothing, but it's also yeah, like you said, it is impossible to tell what changes have been made because of the backlash. But, uh, but it's
2: not stuff you can just get for the story mode. Like if you go online, surely. Oh,
0: you have seven unopened crates. Let's open some crates. Okay. All right, so. Better to open some crates here. This is uh, this is highly highly controversial.
1: <clears throat> the first crate: armored assault upgrade pack crate.
0: Oh wait, but these are the ones that are like have pre-programmed stuff in it. It's not random.
1: Okay, whatever.
2: <laughs> don't don't ruin the surprise, Koji.
0: Okay. Okay, so we are going online to do a 20-on-20 match, I assume, because it says 40 players. This will take place on Hoth. Um, Yeah. I don't know if that bar at the bottom is a loading bar or what that is. I wondered that. Andrew's getting in the hot seat. Just remember to breathe. All right, as we go through this, George, you're going to have to tell me how this compares to the last one.
2: I'll try. I'll try. It's been a while since I played the last one. I can tell you how this compares to Mafia 3, though. (laughs) If that's (laughs) what you're looking at. Yeah, okay. (laughs) This this looks amazing. Yeah, this looks similar. Looks much better than the last one, but... Immediately, just immediately wiped off the map.
0: (laughs) He probably had aim assist. Buy that card, bro. I'm just kidding. I feel like because I am (laughs) one of the only people with a mic, I can say that before this game came out, Andrew was just like, yo, you can complain about cards all you want, or you can just get good at the game. So I feel like Andrew needs to do one of those two things. (laughs) And so far he has done neither. (laughs) Uh, But we'll see. I'm talking a lot of smack for a guy who probably...
2: (laughs) Hiding behind a small rock alone. Wow. Just
0: taken out again
1: i I've not seen a single kill, yeah, I'd like to take this time while I'm waiting to respond to just uh also point out that i we literally just unwrapped the game, so <laughs>
0: uh, I can't wait for George to take the sticks and just wipe the floor <laughs> with this it. poor performance <laughs> oh. oh. <my> This should just be a compilation of my laughing at your gruesome deaths. All right, so what are your feelings on this, George, as compared to your experiences with the first one?
2: Uh, It looks good. It looks hard. You know, I think you definitely got to earn every kill you get. Heroes are available. Look at all those points they just got you.
0: How many crystals could we buy with those points?
2: I'm just going to harp on this the entire time. There's three types of currency, right? There's crystals,
0: uh, the crystals credits, credit. and like scrap or well, I don't know what it's called, but like the parts. Okay. Um, it materials, I think. And then you cra- and then you
2: craft. You can craft things.
0: Yeah, well, you use cards, and you can upgrade cards that you get from loot boxes. Fun or balanced or not, it's it's pretty good looking.
1: Another thing that people were uh, people were complaining about
0: is your terrible aim. Or is that just me? Is it just me complaining about your bad aim? No, it's... Uh, You're going on and on about how good you are at this game.
1: Uh, how many soldiers did you kill, Koji?
0: Like, f- ten. I've also played this game for uh, all of two minutes. You are you are essentially uh, looking at a toddler's hand drawing and being like, yo, that car is shit. Learn how to draw, <laughs> you baby. Quit being such a baby. The
2: exact- oh, there it is. I feel like all these guns feel like warped. They should be taking people out sooner than they are. Oh, um, tough.
1: So the other thing, the other thing that's interesting, I'm gonna see if the other shit is done in something though. The the other thing that's interesting. We'll give George a a go and then we'll. Is that people were like annoyed that they were unlocking these credits in arcade mode and then there would be a cooldown, but in the first one you couldn't even progress through the arcade mode. The arcade because the whole reasoning for that was that they didn't want people to just play against easy ai or even hard ai and just get a crazy amount of experience and be able to like level up and unlock everything sure by just playing offline so one of the funny complaints for me was that people were like "What? i fucking now i have to wait for cooldown to get more credits to arcade mode and it was like yeah because it's fucking arcade mode like in the first one you couldn't even get any experience let alone credits
3: so. i mean
0: i think the 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 issue being just that because it's already so hard to progress that like you, why make it harder you know, maybe that, I, I feel like that's maybe their complaint. Well, yeah. these guns seem underpowered.
1: Yeah, this is like yeah. a sniper. Well, we, the like fir- we're taking them out. <clears throat> we're picking grunts right now as opposed to like hero or or the, uh, the, I think the first character you picked was like a specialized class. That was the whole point. Like the three on the right there. I didn't pick one of those. I know.
0: Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. But I don't, that costs money to buy those.
1: Or something some kind of points there's a lot of there's a lot of numbers being thrown around that's why I don't just jump into games ever. I always figure out what's going on before I invest any time into it. nice George is using what appears to be a blaster Gatling gun
2: yeah, I like this is zero recoil
0: Andrew's just not having us not explore what's going on here yeah there's there's no other we were playing on rookie, and we are just garbage.
2: But it's interesting, it's still rookie and they were still that hard to kill.
0: Like, yeah. they took not that many bullets. And we're back. How was uh that game was it, it was fun. I had a good time. But he, okay. The, the the critical side of me is gonna come out and say this, and then we'll get into it. We died a lot. Mm-hmm. And now you've definitely had a lot of experience with Battlefront. One to the point where it was in the PlayStation, right before we put in like Battlefront yeah. Two, mm-hmm. and even you died a lot. Yeah, George died a lot. I was useless garbage at the at this game, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, that's what I expected. But I'm I'm. It's it's uncertain to me, and maybe there's a way to check. But it's uncertain to me how many of our deaths or like if the difficulty level was amped up because we w- we didn't have certain things or if it was just, we needed to learn the ropes, you know
1: what I mean? Yeah. I think, uh, it's probably column A and column B. Like I, I you know, the, I understand that the one, the one thing that I think I could get behind people being frustrated about is the random nature of the upgrade system because you know, I, it, it's not a deal breaker for me by mm-hmm. any means, but I understand how people are like, well, I don't like that I'm just kind of opening these loot crates to randomly receive these cards to use these items. Like I would rather work towards specifically buying the ones that I'm interested in using. Or earning that. them. Or earning them, yeah. yeah. But I think like as somebody who plays a fair amount of games and plays a fair amount of games that are... Like online, competitive, not competitive, I don't mean like in an esports way, but I just mean like, you know, it's not like you're teaming up with somebody to go do something. It's like you're playing against other players. Yeah. Um, there's always a degree of that. And I think time that we, we didn't have, we played this game for like, what, like an 45 minutes, an hour Yeah. total so far. Um, we jumped right into it. I, I As as I mentioned earlier, I unru- unwrapped the game and put it in. We went straight into arcade mode, then straight into a multiplayer, which is not generally the way I play these games. But And then a little campaign. Yeah. I normally do, like if there's any sort of training in a game, I always do that kind of stuff. Just even if I played the pre- the previous game and it's a series. I'm the same I'll, way. And then I crush then I single camp- player. Yeah, then I do campaign. And by the time that I'm done all that, I feel comfortable enough to jump into like death matches. So I think, I don't know. I, I think time will tell a lot of these things and i know that ea you know ea wants to address some things we don't know how they're going to address them we don't know if it's going to actually change anything or make any sort of difference but um yeah it it was challenging but i'm i'm into it man like i it's it's like tip of the iceberg it's like you know you you get into it's like it would be like getting contra i know th- this is a bit different but for me, like getting a game like Contra where I'm like, fuck, this is fucking impossible. But capturing that like childlike when I was a kid mm-hmm. and I'd play a game and I you know, for days I wouldn't be able to get past the first level. And then eventually I figure out how to get past the first level and you know, and I'm on the second level. Or like or like a battle toads or whatever. Games that were like hard and Yeah, but there's patterns to those. Yeah, but I just still mean like yeah, just yeah, overcoming those things. No, this, I get, I get this, this is the same thing. It's just online and you're playing against other people. But like once you figure out how to do a coolant flush on your gun, you get those down or you figure out the dodging and the rolling mechanics. And, you know, there's skills that through repetition and necessity, if you enjoy the game and you enjoy the challenge, you'll just improve at. And, uh, you know, I again, I, I am not saying this because I don't, appreciate or understand why people are angry i just think it's kind of like i don't know I'm not, I'm not worried about it yet and even after playing this a little bit i'm like mm-hmm. yeah that was fucking hard as hell but like i like that it's hard as hell like i want to get better at this yeah time.
0: i don't that doesn't bother me i'm just wondering if it's hard because people are
1: actually better or if it's hard because we just don't have the same shit that they have like i said call me and column b you you won't find gaming is so big now and there are people younger than us that grew up even more in this age of gaming or people that are in college that have maybe or high school that have more time to devote to it i don't think we even know anybody even somebody who's like a competitive gamer in our group uh unless it's like you know cisco and smash brothers or like somebody you know that that played you know professional fucking i don't know what an unreal tournament or yeah (laughs) Yeah. counter-strike you know like i it's a very small percent. They're, everybody's better than us. Like it's, we're at a point where we're we're way outside of the the optimal range. You know, if you're if you're a competitive gamer, you have you've got like a four year window between like seventeen and twenty one. You know, a lot of people are joking like in esports, like your right. window so small. We're in our thirties. So even though we've grown up on these games and we can get good at them, that literally every time that we play any game, there's going to be like, I'd say like 60% of the people are right out of the gates going to just fucking slaughter us. It's an uphill battle, you know? You just have to kind of like... Yeah. Accept that and... Uh, but no, I think there are valid complaints. I'll say that. I think yeah. there are valid complaints, but in terms of loving it, like...
0: Well, okay, so here's... For me, yeah. here's the things that I... There, there, there are a couple things that I really liked about it. W- one is the the single player mm-hmm. immediately the campaign you're, you're off doing some shit that you'll never do in, in multiplayer. Yeah. Like never that little like droid that you flew around and like we're in the vents and shit that, that, that is its own thing entirely. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, you, you know, it's not going to train you to be better at multiplayer, but it, they actually obviously put some work in detail into yeah a single-player campaign more... But not even... Like, you say, yeah, but like, okay, so Call of Duty, as an example, is a game that has a single-player campaign. And yes, stuff happens that doesn't happen in the game. Like, you're saving civilians or there's that big controversial uh, Call of Duty where, like, somebody was shooting up an airport and you're the guy shooting up the airport and shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But still, you are a guy with a gun that exists in multiplayer, shooting the way that you would shoot in multiplayer. Like, mm-hmm. th- this was totally not be like hacking into shit and like doing weird stuff that just never would happen. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, yeah, good. You know, like it's at least mixing it up a little bit.
1: Yeah. Especially when the first game, which didn't have as much outrage, but most of the vitriol directed at the first game was that it didn't have a single player campaign. Yeah. So they like seemingly lovingly made one for this game and nobody's talking about it cuz people are too busy being pissed off about the loot crate system.
0: And I will also say that I did enjoy the like okay, so there it's hard to explain without getting confusing because there's a lot of stuff that you can quote unquote earn in this game, right? So you can mm-hmm. earn credits, you can earn spare parts, you can earn crystals. Um I think those are the three main currencies, but also in a fight you get Battle points, yeah, battle points that are are only like if you don't use them, you lose them, right? So th- they're only helpful in that battle, and essentially you can use it to unlock the characters that you want to use, like the special, quote right. unquote, special characters As or vehicles power or whatever that. that you would want to use. But I I love that, and I'm sure that when you go one, you go on a kill streak, you earn battle points faster. Mm-hmm. But I like that it's like a they, they get banked. Mm-hmm. so like even if you're garbage you get some of them and so you can be garbage and and just like do okay and then eventually get enough battle points to be be a hero and still have that ability to have that fun i mean unlocking heroes aside because who knows how long that's going to take and blah mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. but like once you have that it's kind of
1: fun to be able to do that even as a garbage player yeah you know and uh, one other thing that I, th- I may have touched on earlier that I think was interesting, you know, I sort of gave the disclaimer that we don't know what EA's changed, what they patched, what's been changed from the, f- the release version from the early access version, yada, yada, yada. But like to hear everybody else tell it, my understanding was that you had to unlock everything mm-hmm. other than the basic classes. But when we started this right out of the gates, it's like a fighting game. We had like half the heroes and the sh- more than half of the ships that were available. Um, base level like we hadn't they're not upgraded or anything yeah. like that but and i was kind of like okay i get you know, people are like i want to be able to play as vader right away i don't want to put in 60 hours or then 15 hours when he changed or whatever it may be but like again yeah i, th- I think well, it's a personal but thing but like preference. I, I
0: think they change
1: i i definitely think they changed that though because you know there was a lot of talk of how they just gave everybody the heroes other than vader even though vader was the one that came up the most they're like we'll give them most of these heroes off well because that one of their arguments was they still want you to feel like you've earned these things right which i can understand it's just weird that they wouldn't have picked vader as one of the ones to give you to the start but they don't
0: give you luke either right like no i I think it makes sense because the most powerful ones should be ones that you have to unlock I, i appreciate that i don't mind that but i know there was a lot of talk before about how if you finish the single player campaign you have enough credits to buy Hero A or whatever, mm-hmm. so they're like, "Oh, you'll have a couple of heroes, but and you know if you pre-order, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I could be totally off base because I've read so much about this game that like, my all it blurs together, yeah, my brain is turned to spaghetti. But I thought that you got Ray and Kylo, yeah, and that, that was, was it. Da- That's what I
1: downloaded, yeah.
0: But I, th- I, I thought, I think that was all you got originally. Okay, and it could be wrong, but. But yeah, there, no, there's there's some other, you know, you, you get a couple other uh, heroes now, and uh, okay, I don't know what it takes to unlock heroes, but I do understand that it's annoying because they've jammed so many heroes into this game. That's not a, that's that's not a complaint. I think that it's amazing that you have so much choice, mm-hmm. but the way the progression works. It's tough because because there are so many. If there, let's just say, out of the whatever, I don't even know how many are available. Let's just say there's twenty. Mm-hmm. Out of the twenty things that are available, if you like five of them, right, which is a quarter, which is still a big number, you might not. You might end up with cards, so many cards for the other ones that you don't even like, mm-hmm. that you're like kind of fucked. Yeah. What you know what I. This is this is like... I just came up with this now, but I think it's a pretty smart... This is a Counter-Strike thing, by the way. Because they, they have loot crates in Counter-Strike, but it's all cosmetic skins. Okay. But they also have these things called contracts. And what you can do is if you have... Uh, they allow you to have repeat skins because they have resale value. Mm-hmm. So you can have 10 of the same skin. But if you get a certain number of the same skin, you can trade them in and it will randomly give you so like let's just say th- it's a little bit more complex than that but let's just say you have uh bronze silver and gold mm-hmm. if you have 10 bronze skins you can trade them in and it'll give you one random silver skin right right so like maybe they could do something along those lines yeah. for this e- where
1: ea does that kind of stuff in their sports games where if you're doing ultimate teams say they're like there's like uh you know coin up or uh sets you could complete in madden yeah <laughs> where if you have like I don't even know what it would be right now, but like, yeah, like 10 bronze players. You can trade them in for one silver player. Or if you have 10 silver, you can trade it in for one gold. gold Because right now, if you get a duplicate in Star Wars,
0: it just gives you a certain amount of credits or, or spare parts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see what happens over the next couple weeks. I think they're going to, do things pretty quickly Mm -hmm. uh they because even before the game came out they already announced the dlc that they're going to be releasing which is all free um and there's been such a an outcry that i think they're going to look to address this pretty fast no matter what decision they make you know yeah um but I'm, i'm very curious because this is the first time that i can think
0: of and you can correct me if i'm wrong but that the internet and it's it's sort of like upset over a game or whatever. It's feeling towards a game has act actively like drastically changed said game. Like, can you think of a,
1: yeah, I mean, this isn't maybe drastic or as drastic. It's not as drastic an outcry and it's not as drastic as a fix, but even the first battlefront, Mm -hmm. like put it this way. I, I, I'm not, I'm not an apologist in the sense that I'm just like, yeah, it's a big company. They should do whatever they want. But I do think that like the entitlement we feel as consumers, like I'm, I've am i grown up with games since the 8-bit era, right? Mm-hmm. And for most of my life, even with patches, even playing PC games, if people were unhappy with something, maybe it's because they didn't have the platform necessarily. There's like forums, but there wasn't like social media and stuff the way there is today. Like, games didn't change. Console games didn't change. A lot of games didn't change. Well, but I also think that... But, I mean, you're talking about platform. I think that has also to do with
0: the fact that, like, if you were unhappy about something and you talked to your buddies, they you're like, yeah, we're unhappy. But you didn't really have the ability to, like, fuck up their sales.
1: Well... It was was harder to band together, but I think that like sales would show like people, you know, you'd read a a game would come out, game pro reviews it or whatever game, you know, game magazines or EGM or PC Gamer or whatever, you know, like the whole reason that I got into Half-Life was because PC gamer gave it like a 98%. -hmm. My dad, who also was reading some of those magazines was like, oh, this game's amazing. He got it for me and it was incredible. Yeah. Anyway, my point is just, I do think that these companies should be held accountable, but like with the first Battlefront, when people were so pissed off about there being no single player, EA, while they couldn't put together a campaign, they created new modes, new single player modes and challenges to try to appease people. They're like, okay, we're not gonna put money, we don't have the budget to build a fucking single player campaign with yeah. that voice, you know, but we're gonna give you a bunch of offline modes that you can play, co-op, stuff that wasn't ever supposed to be in the game. In addition to that, they also the DLC, which was paid for. You know, they had the Outer Rim DLC, then Bespin, then Death Star, and Scarif. They there's a bunch of free maps and free content that they put out over the first couple months mm-hmm. to be like, we're sorry for our shortcomings. Here's some things that we're gonna do. Like they did the whole Jakku. They did. But like, all I'm saying is, it's so much. So much of this is after the fact. Well, it's all after the fact. I've yeah.
0: never experienced or seen anything like this before a game even fucking comes out. Right. Where they're just like no, I'm just Oh, saying- let me just let me just three sixty this
1: immediately. Yeah. Or I'm one eighty, sorry. I'm just saying 360. like three sixty, what the fuck. Uh EA wouldn't have done any even though it was after launch, EA wouldn't have done any of those things if it wasn't for people complaining on the internet. You mm-hmm. know, like people be like largely the reviews and people that were playing the game and were on fucking EA forums and stuff were like, why is there no single player? Why is there no single player campaign? So EA addressed that. Or, you know, why is there this? Why is there that? Another good example is Drive Club. Drive Club, again, the game wasn't like broken, but there's a lot of things people were upset about or things that were delayed after the game came out. Mm -hmm. So they just made an insane amount of free shit. Like, because I had that game and they were just like, here, just have all of this stuff. We're going to pour... Hours and hours and hours of development time and, like, take all of our staff from whatever they're doing because we want to, like, make this a good experience. And, you know, obviously it's a business. They still want to make money. But anyway, I'm not I'm not forgiving EA entirely, but I'm just saying and, and I do get why people are upset, but. For me, personally, it's just like, you know, I'm interested to see where it goes and what happens with the game, but I haven't had enough time with it to, like, really come down one side of the fence or the other. But from what I can see, I'm excited to keep playing it. Like, I think it'll be good.
0: It looks good. It is very complicated in my eyes, but I feel like that's just me being an old man. You, yeah. know, you know what I mean? It'll, it'll make itself clear but as you play it. I will say that it is very clear from a lot of the mechanics outside of the actual gameplay. Like the 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 run and gun sort of nature of the game is what it is. It's a beautiful first person shooter or third person, but a lot of the outside game mechanics mirror cell phone games, like the Star Wars cell phone game. Even like the whole card system and the way it upgrades and all that is just like, I don't I I don't like those games, hmm. and I can see why it's a little bit more useful here because you actually, you know, as, as most cell phone games like you you do all these configurings and then you just like watch them battle or watch your town grow or whatever it is. Like there's mm-hmm. no active bit to it. This has an active bit. So maybe I, my tune could be changed on that, but like it does feel very much like a free to play. I mean, not even free to play. It just feels like a cell phone game, period. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you, it's a game that you pay for or not but uh i mean i guess the the microtransactions would make it free to play but like even if they get rid of microtransactions altogether it still kind of feels the outside of the first person stuff kind of feels like a cell phone game and the first person stuff is is i think it's fine i mean it suffers from the same problems that i think a lot of modern first person shooters suffer from but no one else has that problem Mm -hmm. you know like I don't like games first-person shooters especially that have a lot of wide open spaces that like guys are coming at you from all angles and it's 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 very much run and gun you know it's hard hard to like get a team strategy going because
1: anyone could come from anywhere let me tell you something though mm-hmm I mean I yeah I know what you're saying something you didn't necessarily get to experience in the first one which is part of the reason that I was raving about it so much and I think that I enjoyed it was when I first got that game when it came out yeah there was probably, like, I knew, like, 14 people that had it all oh, yeah. on launch day. So we were able to get a max party size almost any time you logged on. It'd be, like, Lucas, me, Tom, Daryl, Mark, uh, my friend Peter over in Hong Kong, his friend Rocky. Like, we'd have enough people that it recaptured almost what I feel like old PC gaming, like, team, Bit, like a Counter-Strike where it was, like, okay, there's 20 people in this match, eight of them I am on a headset with right now that are yeah. my friends. And it was, again, like, I think that's w- that's like the best case scenario for these games. It's like you're experiencing them the way that almost the developers want you to experience them, you know? And well, it was That like, definitely would make it more fun, it's for amazing. sure. It was like, you're, there's eight of us, maybe somebody's in a walker or somebody's like air support and mm-hmm. we're just like fucking out there having fun. Maybe one of us gets a hero pickup. And I think this game, like, the funny thing about multiplayer games that aren't couch co-op like account, you know, like local multiplayer is yeah. that ironically it's like they've they isolated people more because like uh, a lot of team-based first-person shooters including the first battlefront and call of duty and all of these games suffer from a lack of team emphasis on teamwork, I think. Yeah. And that's the run and gun thing you're talking about. And I think that like developers should work for ways to to emphasize team-based uh, you know, playing, but until then if you want to, you know, maybe find a way that you can enjoy this game more, it's by forcing that. And by forcing that, I just mean, like, even this one, like that difficulty we were having, I think it would have been slightly less difficult if, say, we were playing with Daryl, and slightly less difficult if we are playing Daryl and Mark, and slightly less difficult, again, if we are playing with Daryl, Mark, and Tom, because when we're spawning, you know, and as a group, and we're, like, communicating, it, like, Again, it's just like that's how the game is. More how the game is meant to be played, and it, it's like too often. A lot of these games, people get wrapped up in the you know they're sitting alone in the room or their PC or at home, and right, just right. like trying to rack up stats so they can progress as fast as possible. And uh, the the funny thing is, the ironic thing is, most people, I think, would bitch if a developer actually put the emphasis on like if they were like, okay, well, like saying this, they are like, you don't get battle point, or you get let what significantly less experience if you're playing on your own. If you're completing objectives as a team, you know, then you get like crazy multipliers because there'd be people that would just be like, well, fucking what if I'm not able to like have a team or, you know, like there's always going to be somebody that's like, ah, like they just want to do their own thing, which I get. But I know we anyway, we'll see. I think even the first Battlefront, it was funny. They introduced a thing in an update where you have a partner right you can spawn on your partner and you can use their items in the first battlefront yeah it's at picked at random unless you partner up with like a friend that you know and Mm -hmm. you are friends on playstation network or whatever Uh, what they did eventually was they made it so that your cooldown rate on all your abilities was like way faster if you were within a certain radius of your partner and it was such a simple thing but for me like because i get pretty into this game it made it so that if I like, especially if I'm playing with a stranger that's my partner, I am like sticking with that person. Yeah. Because it, it, it makes a difference. Like to me, like it's like it's enough of an increase to your cooldown that it's like if you like are, you know, sticking and moving with this person, your abilities are charging, plus you're always with that person. Anyway, I thought it was, like, a great little thing. That's a good idea. I like that. More shit like that, but, you know, fucking who knows. You put more shit like that in, and people are going to be upset that it's... Give me a a tactical
0: mode where it's, like, indoors, and you can, like, hide behind shit and stuff. Also, give me a mode where, like, once you die, that's it, until everyone's dead, and then the the map resets.
1: That... Respawning? That fucking
0: kills me, bro. Yeah.
1: That, uh... I don't... There are, there are, there. I mean, we'll s- whatever. That's a conversation we can, we don't need to have on this. But
0: yeah. Anyway, I'm just airing my grievances with modern day shooters in, in general. Uh, recommendations? Shall we move on to recommendations? Yeah. Should or? I recommend Counter Strike Go? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I, you can. I, I have, <laughs> and I should. But uh, yeah, fuck it. Why not? I was joking, but I'll just do it. If you guys have a PC uh, and are familiar, I mean. And a lot of people listening might be like, oh, I know what Counter-Strike is. But no, you don't really know, you know, <laughs> because, like, you knew what it was back in the old, like, 1.6 something. days, maybe. Yeah. But now there's a game called Counter-Strike Global Offensive. It, the graphics are vastly updated and to the point where the game is is tactical and team-based. To the point where if you do not have a microphone and are talking to your team constantly, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Unless like, you play on like the noob level. So the way it works is uh, as you get better at the game, it's basically all online. It's And as you win matches or get a lot of kills, even though you're losing matches uh, or a lot of assists or whatever it is, your rank could potentially go up or down depending on if you are killing guys of. The, on the other team that are lower and higher rank. They match you with people around your same rank. The team is balanced. So if there is like a super elite player on one team, there's going to be a super elite player on the other, but that you, doesn't happen very often. It's usually people of the same level. And uh, if you, if you, yeah, there's a whole rank up, rank down system. It's, it's all competitive, but you have to let people know like, Oh, you know, I peeked this little like I stuck my head out, and there's two guys in the tunnel there. That means there's probably three guys on the other side of the map trying to like get to that objective because there's only ever five guys per side or whatever. Mm -hmm. And once one guy's if you die, you're out for that round until the next round. Mm -hmm. And you make money uh, each round and and can buy weapons with that money. But you have to like uh, without getting into too much detail, if. Your team loses a bunch and you don't have all that much money. Let's just say you get a bunch of kills. So you have a lot of money, but your team doesn't have any money. If you buy a bunch of sweet guns, your team's fucked. Yeah. Because you are going to die and lose those guns. hmm And then you're going to have no money when the rest of your team has a lot of money. And then they buy a bunch of sweet guns, but then you have one guy running around with a pistol and then you're fucked. I should also mention that when you kill somebody, you can take their whatever they've got. So if they bought grenades, if they bought a, a gun, if whatever, and you kill them and they haven't wasted those grenades or whatever, use them, you can pick them up off their body. And then you, if you survive the round, you have all that stuff for the next round. Anyway, it's super tactical, very like uh, uh, online, competitive, in, in the eSports sense uh, type of game. You know, you can go on Twitch and check it out, but I highly suggest it.
1: I miss Rainbow Six, the first one, and Rainbow Six, Rogue Spear. Where you could instead of it being some bullshit console third person fucking like run and gun shit. Yeah. With with like a buttons you could press to like you could use the D pad to give your team orders. Yeah. You had like a stage a staging mode where before every mission in the single player campaign you could to an incredibly precise way, you could tell all of your teammates where they needed to be at a certain point and execute those commands mm-hmm. you could essentially do an entire mission without m- like moving through the i mean almost without moving through the level yourself because you're just like giving commands for people to move to the next stage right or you have it it's all. it's like a board in. game or something yeah it was fucking amazing and yeah. i you know i agree with you largely that i do enjoy those games as well and i i think that um again i tie it all into sort of instant gratification and you know, actually like faster, faster, more, you know, like people just kind of, I think that every once in a while, even though there's not as much of an audience, games like that could do really well. And largely indie gaming, I think is addressing those. They're hitting those kind of blind spots that the larger studios can't afford to hit because they can't spend millions of dollars creating a game that caters to the smallest percentage of gamers out there.
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, uh, Counter-Strike is built by our good friends at Steam. Yeah. Um, who, of course, built Half-Life and yeah, all the Valve rest. yeah. In the day of Gearbox. So they are flush. Flush yeah. with cash. Because all they are is the, the essentially the, I Amazon. don't know, iTunes, Amazon yeah. of uh, online gaming. Or of just gaming in general. It's bizarre.
1: Anyway, what's your recommendation? Some voodoo shit, right? Yeah. Well, one of their songs is called Voodoo. It's, it's music, again, as usual. Uh, it's a rap duo from... Atlanta, I believe, Atlanta, Georgia called Earth Gang and uh, because this is a really long episode, I'll just say that if you're like a fan of Earth Go Hard Hard, if you're a fan of uh, Outkast I'm not saying these guys are on that level I think it'll take a couple albums for them to like, you know, but incredibly talented, super into it, kind of like that, they're on that like from the south rap weirdo kind of tip, but crazy crazy rhyming ability. Um, if you're a fan of even like... I want them Chicago- to be characters on Atlanta. Oh, yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. If you're a fan of uh, Childish Gambino, if you're a fan of even like the sort of Chicago like Chance the Rapper, you know, in Tokyo, and like sort of, you know, uh, Joey Perp, you know, just kind of current young, up-and-coming young rappers, but like with the sort of South... South twist good it's it's sweet and i, I they just also about look them recently. like
0: anime characters
1: yeah they're really into the yeah it, i just think i'm super into it man i'm super into it i i, I, I like the this, aesthetic like, i went on this binge basically i found out about them and i was like oh shit and they've got like a couple eps in one album mm-hmm. i don't know if it's technically a full length or if it's like a mixtape type thing but i liked like every single song i listened to and uh yeah, it's great. So maybe we can queue up some Earth Gang, get into it, go uh you know, wherever you buy your music, show your support. And uh I guess we'll 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 talk to you next week about uh fucking the emoji movie and the big sick. Yep, sounds good. Alright. Alright, take it easy. Keep loving it.
3: Yeah yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah wow yeah, yeah 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 wow wow yeah damn feeling like the new nigga in my city so confusing fool you thought you knew what to do with me oh, i've been on the rule i've been not getting baptized with the wave it's a new vision can you tell oh, this that juju this that no 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 match the fuck out for my folks who took that exit too soon next they'll go in cuckoo, existential zulu call them anytime i want now my pants through the roof this that's freeman shop now just like nana used to do from the bottom so i ain't got much yet but to prove <laughs> see you lock my body so we'll not be moved lightning bolt through every coat i'll that's my fucking move yeah. Might hit Silvero for the fuck of it. <laughs> Searching for some closure, cracking open number two. <laughs> yeah, might hit Simsero for the fuck of it. <laughs> Keeping an eye on what these blanco collar crooks is doing. Catch a millie while I sketch another doodle. Catching feelings for the empty bubbles at the school. Yeah, what's it do ya? What's the new wound? Put my forearm in the sling. ping game Dr. Seuss Dish that by and by, that how'd you get so fucking cool? Had to heel toe out my body, girl, to tell the truth. Nigga, feeling like I'll never catch up, that's the fuel. I've been here since the beginning, like I promised you. Oh, feeling like the new nigga in my city. So complete you thought you knew what to do with me. Oh, I've been on the roof, I've been out here getting baptized with the wave. It's a new vision, can you dig it? Feeling like the in my city, so confusing, fool You thought you knew what to do with me oh,
4: I've been on the rule I've been not getting and baptized with the wave It's a new vision, can you dig it? This is something from the soul Nothing that you used to Since they got Cosby, home, i still got that platinum boo-boo This that expert gurus Ooh. This that midnight oil, been by your cup of noodles Cocker spaniel in your pool, the word to give up with my OG's mopping, hella foodies. Take sip way too early. Young and horny grabbing booty. Bumping pay like cootie. You should do your Googles. Scared to find out <laughs> what this mix of drugs is doing to me. She say, where you at? I say, right on track. JJ they, they Dynamite, KKK outside They not rockin' white, nor they dipped in blue Any sudden moves put you down on sight Even if you got fingertips in the fucking sky Then the news make it seem as if you deserve to die If it wasn't 12, you lose your life to somebody you look like Round my head, praying and roll one up Amen with nightlight, for the fuck of it Ain't no flick, nigga, this is life Feelin' like the new nigga, in my
3: City. so confusing, fool. You thought you knew what to do with me. Uh. I've been on the rule. I've been out baptized with the wave. It's a new vision. Can you dig it? Up? Feeling like a new nigga in my city. So conflicted, fool. You thought you knew what to do with me. Uh. I've been on the rule. I've been out baptized with the wave. It's a new vision. Can you dig it? Up? Feeling like a new nigga in my city. Ooh, you thought you knew what to do with me oh, I've been on the rule, I've been naked, getting baptized with the wave. It's a new bitch, you can you dig it up? Oh.